Support for Pivot comes from BetterHelp. How do you know when your social battery is running on empty? Maybe you get a little snippy with your friends or perhaps Scott Galloway. Or maybe you just fantasize about canceling plans, creating one excuse after. You're fantasizing about me? No, 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 never. You're fantasizing about me. Again? Again? Not once. Not once. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Get off my ad right now. All right. Canceling plans, creating one excuse after another, why you have to stay in. I do that to Scott all the time. It's not easy to keep track of how much socializing is right for you. Therapy can help you build more awareness of what you need and when. BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy with licensed professionals. Scheduling is convenient and finding a therapist suited to your style is quick and easy. And we all know Scott Galloway needs therapy. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash pivot today. Get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash pivot. Support for this show comes from Slack. You're a growing business and you can't afford to slow down. If anything, you could probably use a few more hours in the day. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Hi, everyone. This is Pivot from New York Magazine and the Vox Media Podcast Network. I'm Kara Swisher. And I'm Roaring Kitty. <laughs> no, you're not. Stephanie Rule is Roaring Kitty. She I just is called such her that. the Roaring Kitty. I was on her show. And she's, I was the, like, she's the Roaring Lioness. Yeah. She's, she's like, I don't know if I'm ever going to talk about this guy except as Roaring Kitty. I said, well, that's how we talk about you when you're not looking. <laughs> she's the panther to your jungle cat. She's a panther. She is I would a give panther. her panther. What kind of panther? She, since I'm jungle cat, what is she? What panther? I don't know. She is Tree the, panther? Tree, no, not, tree panther? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> Savannah panther? I don't, I don't know. know. Where panthers hang out? Yeah, I don't know. We need to do some research. We're just, Rebecca, get on it. We need to do some serious I, research. The only panther I know is a black panther. I thought, oh, I'm going to trigger someone if I say that. No, so, no, no. Wait. We'll have to call her so panther. Kind of She's pan- a panther, though. She could be yeah. a jaguar. 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 You know, jaguar is one of the few species that's ever been proven that when it's being hunted, it will uh-huh. run ahead and then it'll turn around and come back and hunt the hunter. Oh, hunt well, the hunter. Whatever. Jaguar. <laughs> I'm going with the person with the gun, if that's the case. Anyway, let's get on to banter. <laughs> You're betting on the gun. You're going I'm with that whole gun I'm betting on the gun. gun I'm always betting on the gun. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, especially in hunting situations. All right. Public, uh, an app competitor to Robin Hood. The thing mm-hmm. that Stephanie and I were talking about with the GameStop hearings going on in Capitol Hill today, which we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, you are an investor in this company, Public. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking of having their, their CEOs on my Sway show because I want mm-hmm. to talk about this. They hit 1 million users. Obviously, everyone's signing up. This has happened before. It doesn't mean that it's going to last or whatever. Uh, but what, what do you think having 1 million? And remember, you're disclosed that you're invested in the company. Yeah. So I just want to provide some context here. I think capitalism, uh, one of the wonderful things about capitalism is that you can invest. You can. The basis of capitalism is that making money does not necessarily mean you have to support menace companies. Mm-hmm. That that good companies, you yeah. can do well while while doing good. And then we we had a show about six months ago, I think, and we talked about Alex Kern's suicide mm-hmm. and the alerts, uh, or or the the Aaron alert saying he was down seven hundred grand. His attempts to get customer service on the line, and in the mm-hmm. morning, him writing a note saying that he didn't want to indebt his family and killing himself. Right. 
And I said, this company was a menace. And I heard from the CEO of this trading app no one had heard of and said, we are uh, uh, we are 40% women. We don't let people trade on margin. We're about education. We don't do options. Mm-hmm. And I said, I like Europe. this. This li- company's from Europe, correct? The CEOs? Yeah, they're, they're, they're actually, they, they have a, a headquarters here, but they're out of Northern Europe. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, I said, I like I like the cut of your jib. I like mm-hmm. what you're doing. It's about investing, not trading. Do you literally trading. say, I like the cut of your jib to people? Yes, just to cement my like status as an old white male. What do you like, a country I like the cut of your jib, young man. <laughs> what do you like, now a come to my nuclear, Yale Law now work, School? Now work for me at my nuclear power plant. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. So anyways. Cut of your right. jib. Anyways, I said, I want to. Who wanna, knows what a jib is these days? That's all I have to say, except for like the, the way, Kennedys. I hate sailing. Okay. I hate sailing. Like, well, I'd really like know. to hang out with that guy that sails a lot. Said no one ever. So, no one ever. Anyways. My brother has a boat. Back to me yeah, and my okay. capitalism. Right. So I said, I want to invest. And I invested uh, at a valuation. And people don't like to talk about numbers, which is how the rich suppress the poor. Okay. Uh, or one of the many ways, I should say. And I invested at a valuation of $100 million. No one had mm-hmm. heard of this thing. And then I started noticing really cool people were going on this thing. Cindy Gallup. Paul mm-hmm. Rabel, you have gone on public. I haven't done a thing on it, but go ahead. I just did it for you. Well, I, I don't think that. I even. No, I will. I will. I you guess. know what? I I, you know what? I'm glad money. to see you're starting to invest in our relationship. <laughs> I just wanted to see how it worked. <laughs> anyway, it's very so, lovely. It's not gamified like Robin Hood is. Yeah, yeah and it's education. I did a thing yeah, going over all, over lovely. all my stock holdings, and yeah. uh, eighteen hundred people signed up. I just. I just like it. And and most recently, they recognize that when you do trading for free, when you do offer something for free, ultimately it leads to bad, leads to bad places. And in contrast to Robinhood, which sells order flow, yeah. which which when you're when the heroin is order flow, then really Well, you, everybody does order flow, let's be fair. Schwab does it. They all do this this particular act. Okay. Public right. does not. Yeah. They they said know. they're going to tipping. They said if you tipping if you make money off of order flow, then your motivation yeah. is to get people to yeah, be tipping's interesting. Then your your motivation is to get people to trade more. And Robin Hood, if it had a true tagline, it would be the more you trade, the more you lose. Eighty mm. to ninety five percent of day traders lose money. Yeah, that's why and I don't day trade. That's why I care. That's right. You're, yeah. Because it's a dumb idea or it's a yeah. bad idea for most people unless you have PhDs in supercomputers. And I'm not I'm not criticizing a movement. I think investing is great. Anyways, I just like these guys right. a lot. Okay. I think they're trying All to do right. that. And they just here's raised, the deal. They're really interesting. They could be a little funner. On the, they're not fun funner. at all compared to – they're fun. They're you mean good. No, they're, no they're confetti and graffiti yes, convincing know, you teasing, that everyone I'm around teasing. you is making I'm you more money? Teasing. It's, it's, it doesn't – none of it works on So get this. Get this. Tiger stepped in. So in the GameStop drama. Drama, a lot of mm-hmm. people said, I like the approach and the zeitgeist and the gestalt of public. Uh-huh. They they rocketed to a million users and Tiger has stepped in mm-hmm. and his funding is investing, I think, $200 million at a pre-money yeah, of a $1 good, billion. It's a good one to get into right now, especially with one GameStop. Billion. You wonder where it's going to go. It could be a pioneer here. And then well, you know what should happen. You know what, what? should happen? Goldman Robin should buy Hood. it. Sorry, not GameStop. Goldman should oh, buy it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a great idea. Like, we'll see where, where Robin Hood goes. It, they certainly have a lot of fans, but they they got a black eye from this, especially in how they, I don't necessarily know. We'll see what these hearings say today. We'll talk about them in a minute. But let's get back to them in a second. Okay. Um, but um, uh, Parler also, which gave a voice to the far right, is back online this week. They got a bunch of different vendors to Epic and others to help them out. Um, and What's your back. take on that? Do you think Parler I think it's, is- they missed the they missed the turn. Unless, like, they get that's Donald Trump to go on it, I I guess. Yeah, I guess yeah. if they get Donald, and that there were talks previously that had been reported, apparently or allegedly, um, 
And and we'll see. Let's see if they get people on it, like well-known people by offering whatever. But it, they missed the turn. They missed their, you know, the whole the whole capital attack did not look well upon them. Um, and they're even a global others, brand. Like, Everyone's heard of them. I mean, I hope you're yes, right, but everyone true. has heard of Parler. I know, but they've gone to Signal. They've gone to, like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who does it. We'll see who jumps on. Like, look, mm-hmm. it could be Cancun Ted Cruz, you know. If you Cancun see Ted Cruz. They Listen to you. Finally. Listen to you. It was like Dividing a detective match. Dividing a, us. Did you know about this Cancun meme? Yeah, he took off for Cancun. Maybe, but nobody knew for the they longest time. Is. Apparently, it's been confirmed now, but his office is I'm just, I'm just hoping he's vacationing. My hope is that he's vacationing with Jimmy Hoffa. That's my... There were so many good memes on the Ted Cruz Encyclopedia Brown. Did he go? People were like circling his belt. This is a belt he wore here. This is like whether it was a fake Ted Cruz. And it was like, it was so good last night before anyone confirmed it. I, I believe it has been confirmed now, but I'm not even sure. But it was so wonderful, like watching the internet go to work last night on the hair, on the mask, on the wife, on the, like the kid, a can of cup of noodles and whatever. He, anyway, it was really lots of fun. Last night. And the jokes were like so good about Ted Cruz. Let me reel you back in. Parlor. Parlor. Well, he's in Parlor. That's why I said he's on Parlor. Maybe he could go on but, there. So do you don't you think he they've should. missed the He turn. needs to leave Twitter at this point. Hmm? You think? Well, I've cl- clearly tr- triggered you with Ted Cruz. But so yeah. Parlor, you think they've missed the turn? You don't think they come back? I I don't. I don't. I think he's. I, I think it's. I, I think it's difficult. I think it's difficult. But you never know if they put some money in. They got a new CEO. The Mercers, who were one of the big investors, have a lot of money in there. Maybe they could make it happen. I just think they missed the. If they had gotten Donald Trump in there after the Twitter. After he got thrown off of Twitter, it could have made a lot more. They they shouldn't have done the interview with me. That's really where I put it because I called the attention to what they were already having problems with with the big platforms. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Last thing, uh, uh, New, New, New York Attorney General Letitia James, uh, who is very, being, being much of a badass, sued Amazon mm-hmm. this week. She's done a lot of suits with Trump's, all kinds of things, uh, Google. She argues that the company has not given protections for workers in New York City during the pandemic and then retaliated against employees who raised concerns. This is an issue for them, lots of lots of people. Last week, uh, Amazon preemptively sued her in the federal court to stop her from bringing the charges. So, you know, this is going to be, as I said yesterday to someone, employee issues are going to be the big issue at Amazon going mm-hmm. forward. Of all, The marketplace is also important, like whether mm-hmm. they control in the marketplace in an untoward way. But these, these employees, they're going to be the nexus of these employee issues, I think. Yeah, I think this actually, so I, I, I'm a fan of A.G. James. I think she's a gangster. I think she's fearless. <laughs> I, to be blunt, and maybe you know more about this case than I do, I think it's a little bit posing for the cameras a little yes, bit. Well, all those attorney generals well, do that. Sure. They, they all wake up in the morning and say, hello, hello, Mr. or Madam Governor. Um, mm-hmm. So, but this feeds into, I think, a, a big shift. And that is, whereas Chuck Schumer was saying, bragging constantly about his daughter working at Facebook, they all mm-hmm. wanted to be bask in the warm glow of the innovation light and mm-hmm. out out-compete each other to say, we need to embrace innovation. Let's not charge sales tax for Amazon. Or we need these nascent platforms need Mm -hmm. to grow. Okay, so don't hold them to the same standards as every other media company. And Mm -hmm. now the worm has turned. And they're all... It's like it's like in third grade when everyone decides um, 
little and, Scott. Uh, yeah, that he's that he's a dork, and we should make fun of him because he's, he's uh, pigeon toe. That was me doing that to you. Yeah, the, everyone finds. Oh wait, we have spotted the weak gazelle. Let's tear it apart, limb from limb. I laughed. But... Kids are cruel. Jesus yeah. Christ, kids are cruel. Anyways, except things. Just to digress for a moment, I dropped my kid off, my uh, seventh grade yeah. son, at school, and a bunch of ninth graders came walking down the hallway, and I was behind right. them, so they couldn't see me. I thought, uh oh. Right. And they said, "Hi." five little dude and they high-fived him I'm yeah, like kids oh my nicer. god the world has changed they would have thrown me in a trash can if yeah. i was in the same hallway as ninth you, graders I'm anyways often surprised by and the by the way by the way i'm not sure it's a good thing that oh, kids don't get a little it. bit of no, bullying no anyways no that was never good no, that was i learned never... how to, i learned how to be funny i learned how to navigate i learned how to make okay. alliances you know what i'm gonna come there and hit you on the head and see how that teaches a certain amount of bullying, as, as long as it doesn't traumatize you a certain amount of it is good oh, all right we've been coddling our kids for way too Casual long. cruelty among We don't children. want them, Kara, we don't want our kids psychologically safe. We want them psychologically I strong. I get it, but that's through that's Van Jones, debate, not bullying. Anyway, okay. The debate. Good <laughs> you know sir, what? you have three minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. I like debate. the cut of that gym. By the way, listen, we have to get the big story. Make your point about you, land the okay, plane let me, here. Let me land just the hold plane, on. Scott if you want to get bullied, brag yeah. about being on the debate team, which I was, which I was. Oh God, I would so bully you in high school. Anyways, anyways. So look, I think it's the same thing. I think that these guys, uh, big tech has earned a reputation as not being on the side of society. We have finally figured out they're not going to take care of us when we're older. They're not conditioned with uh, uh, the the, the state of our souls. Yeah. And people have had it and they've become, the worm has turned. People have said, we're fed up. The worm has turned. And the new blue line path to the governor's mansion from the AG's mansion isn't to, to talk about how yeah, incredible these companies are. It's to go after them. Yeah, and yeah. She's been consistent. She's consistent. This New York is where it should happen, and so that's a good thing. And that's where a lot of stuff should happen. All right, but that leads into the big story. Let's talk about the global battle with tech giants. Australia has a bill that is that's got to be passed. Uh, that it's getting close to being passed. That will require Facebook and Google and others to pay news publishers for content. In some ways, a complicated bill, um, and it's it's called the Code, the News Media Arbitration Code. Um, we talked about this on Tuesday's episodes, but Google's Google had threatened to leave Australia if the bill were passed, but didn't make the move, and then um, and then made a deal with three of the biggest publishers in Australia, uh, including News. And it made a more global deal with News Corp, not in the U.S., but in other places to do some payment. Facebook instead walked away from the table in negotiations over amendments and this and that. Um, and it said it wasn't going to pay and it wasn't going to be part of it. And so it closed off all the news links and then by accident closed off all kinds of important links, health and safety ones, right. um, because of the way they machine learned it, essentially. Um, the proposed law, let me just say, this is the Facebook managing director in Australia. The proposed law fundamentally misunderstands the relationship between our platform and publishers who use it to share news content. It left us facing a stark choice, attempt to comply with the law that ignores the realities of this relationship or stop allowing news content on our services in Australia with a heavy heart. We chose the latter. They had a heavy heart, uh, Scott. Are they okay? Are they okay? <laughs> Are they okay? No, they've never. So okay. look, you're gonna. I know you actually. I've been I'm, I wrote uh, speaking a whole to Facebook. It, so give us night. your take on this. 
Um, you know, it's, I, I hate to say this. It's like, it, 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 this is, this bill in Australia has been very much pushed by Rupert Murdoch and his minions, Robert Thompson mm-hmm. and others. And so you got to wonder, right? So it's, it feels like, and I think I'm going with Casey Newton's, there's others who think differently, but Casey Newton, the Verge has essentially said it's a shakedown. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's not the Verge anymore. He's a thing called Platformer. He has a Substack called Platformer. And, uh, you know, I think what he wrote is correct that this is, um, is a real uh, problem uh, for, it's not the way to solve the problem. And it looks like a payoff, he calls it crony capitalism, that it's a, you know, I think it's a racket kind of thing for Rupert Murdoch. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, even if you don't like the tech companies, this law is, many people, is deeply flawed. Um, Even if you don't like Facebook, I think the key internet principle of hyperlinking should be free and clear mm-hmm. is important. Now, what they've done is Google, they don't want to get it to be paying for putting being in the search engine, right? They don't want mm-hmm. to pay for every search link for news media. So what they've done is they have this special area of Google where they're going to be paying people for being on it, the three news publishers, and they'll make deals with all the others, I guess. Um, and... Uh, and then we'll go from there, right? Essentially, that's what Google's. Google should have done this because they have a different business. Mm-hmm. Facebook was like no, and and because because news is a very small part of its business, like four percent. Um, they decided no, we're going to take them down. Where they they went they went the went, they they pushed away from the bargaining table and they said no, thank you. Um, and and but it caused a lot of hubbub. Like how mm-hmm. dare they? They you know David Cicilline was like this is shows their monopoly. It doesn't show their monopoly. It just mm-hmm. they're not having the news links. Um, and and they you know everyone was like all kinds of nefarious things. In this case, um, no Australian news org will be linked to Facebook anywhere. International news was restricted on the Australian platform. You can put up cat videos, but what they did is they dragged some pandemic information sites and other things into it, which caused great consternation. But let me just say, um, uh, they were right to do so if they wanted to, because they don't have mm-hmm. to pay for news links. That is not quarter of its business. It shouldn't have to. Very mm-hmm. much like we talked about Amazon not wanting to host Parler. It doesn't want the business. And so it shouldn't be forced into even binding arbitration to do this. Other people tell you this is a great way to do regulation. It's, you know, it's loose regulation where parties talk to each other. But I don't know if anyone should have to pay for links, like, mm-hmm. if they don't want to. And again, I think it's a gimme for Rupert Murdoch and his and News Corp. So, well, but it's going around the globe, too. This idea of paying for content mm-hmm. on these platforms is going around the globe. And you talked about it with, with, with the New York Times. So I, I don't think they did it really well. And, and to be looking like a, like, like evil compared to Rupert Murdoch is hard to do. It's hard to do, mm-hmm. but that's what what has happened here. It looks like. Yeah, it's, it's there's so much here. So mm-hmm. one of the I think probably the mo- or one of the more interesting things is is a, the distinguishing. It shows the distinctions between Facebook and Google's core business. Mm-hmm. And I've always said that Google is God, and that is you don't you trust the return. A prayer is just a query into the universe, hoping for some divine intervention yeah. that sends you back an answer that you think is more credible than any other answer from an entity you don't understand that sees everything, evaluates everything, and then distills it back to a great a great response. That's prayer. We pray to Google three billion times a day, and we trust it more than any priest, rabbi, scholar, mentor, or boss. And their business is largely dependent upon getting really accurate, 
up to up to the minute credible news. And Google, unlike Facebook, does need credible news. So if mm-hmm. your your site gets links from the New York Times, which is evaluated as credible, you come up in the search rankings, and we all benefit. Now, Facebook is a friend. Uh, that that wants to keep your attention all the time, even if it's selling gossip or lies. Its job yeah. is, it, they're not in the news business, they're in the friend business, and their motivation is not credibility, their motivation is engagement. Now, YouTube is more like Facebook than Google. YouTube is also a menace, mm-hmm. but the two are different. And Google has decided that news is so central, and also Google is pulling a little bit of an Apple card here and saying, we want to separate from Facebook. And while I agree with you, yeah around some of the Murdoch stuff and that, okay, maybe he's an unwitting winner, winner of this or not, or he's a winning winner. He's been lobbying for this. Uh, and he it's runs the Australian do government. Do you remember though, 15 years ago, he tried to do the same thing? He did, he did. And, and in Germany, And then people, including myself, when I was on Bloomberg TV yeah. said, no, we need to support our new guys. The old guard is just trying to entrench themselves. But here's the thing, when you're, when you're in the business of importing into Australia and pulling up tankers every day and then unloading, uh, some good things, but a lot of division, a lot of hate, a lot of misinformation, and then you fill it up with money and leave. And there are no hospital wings or universities in Australia named after Facebook billionaires. They're like, they start doing the math. And even if this specific action is not is not logical or pure, at the end of the day, people are just fed up with these I get guys. it, but it doesn't mean you should put a law like all Mark Zuckerbergs are declared illegal. I mean, I agree with you. There's tons of ways they could have taxed it. They could have done a million different things here. And by the way, one of the things, we don't know if any of this money is actually going to journalism. I think it's going it's, to Rupert Murdoch's yeah. pocket. And so there wasn't anything in the law that said this money had to be spent on more journalism, but then Rupert Murdoch was acting like the bastion of journalism. And I'm sorry, this guy has spewed more toxic waste out into the, into the news world than almost anybody in history. Like, So I'm not like getting my journalism cues from Rupert Murdoch uh, in any way. And so even though he owns the Wall Street Journal, and that's a very good news organization, I think it's great in spite of his ownership. Um, but- um, I don't know. This is like the, this is, uh, but I this see. But this is not the bill to if, do it. You yeah, do, but if, just this is, you, if this is a war between Murdoch and Zuckerberg, I, I hope the bullets win. And okay, I, I, but it's not the way to do it. It's not the way to help. Yeah, it doesn't create a new business step. model This is for where journalism. it's all headed, Kara. And and I said this two True. years ago, but I got the regions right wrong. I said that a nation in Northern Europe or in Latin America was going to ban Facebook. This well, is, that could happen with this This action. is a step. Yeah. I I love Australia. I'm, I'm friends with a, lot, a decent number of Australians. I've been there. I, I feel like I have some connection to the culture there. You know what? Mm-hmm. You don't fuck with Australia. Okay. Whether they're, whether this legislation is elegant or not, when when Zuckerberg and, and then the spokesperson from Facebook says, in terms of the trade between Facebook and news media, news media has garnered more out of this relationship. Oh, my God, what bullshit. And when they take their ball and go home, whereas yeah. Google tries to be, I think, a little bit more statesmanlike. Well, they were, Sundar Pichai is a peaceful. He's like, let's, this could be more problem than it's worth. We'll just pay up. And web, they were going to pay a billion dollars over three years. But this is where it happens. Anyway. The, the legislation. Yeah. Is unimportant. All this is yeah. is a skirmish battle that's going to that's going to yeah. escalate because Facebook has not handled it well. Agreed. And and Australia, oh my gosh, you don't know the, they aren't they aren't afraid of anybody. They will shut Facebook down. Well, let me again bring in Rupert Murdoch. I think Facebook just handled handled one of the most unscrupulous men on the planet, a major who has major sway over politics in the U.S. and Australia, a potent PR weapon. I think that's really the heart. And what I would imagine they should take away from this is yep. the level of ire at Facebook. Uh, 
is receiving over issue where it's not where it is not the wrong thing to do what it did is it, you have to notice how much it's it's an ugly preview of what's to come when it gets scrutiny for things it actually does wrong and people no one really likes or trusts facebook or mark zuckerberg they just don't and that's really where it goes and when he does stuff like that even if it's the principal thing to do and i think linking in a free and open internet is mm-hmm. He's, it doesn't matter. He gets no benefit of the doubt because he's That's not exactly likable. Right. He's not likable. No, no, He'll pay. He'll no pay. One, no, one is, no one's in a hurry to be fair with, with Mr. Zuckerberg anymore. No one's in a hurry to be thoughtful yeah. about legislation. They're in a hurry to be angry and deservedly yeah. so. I look at Murdoch almost like, again, I take everything back to World War II. They're the Russians. Do we share their values? Do we especially like them? No, but we need them. And also the thing no, about News Corp. Well, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Let me ask you this though. And I, I ask no. this as an honest question. <laughs> okay. Facebook and Google control 70, 80% of, of every digital dollar. Does News Corp control that much? Is News Corp really that dominant? They might News be, Corp has heralded in the era we live in now through their cynical and persistent use of media to divide, to anger, to spread disinformation. They're in a lawsuit right now with Dominion and others. I think they're in trouble in that regard. I think they have done, they're outsized their size in terms of tarnishing civic discourse on the planet. I think he's one of the most damaging. If I had to pick between him and Mark Zuckerberg. Two things. I would pick. Two things. Two things. Um, first off, I don't. I'm not sure you can really say that when Tucker Carlson has accused the president and the first lady of their relationship being fake. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, <what> <laughs> I'm not sure that's fair, Kara. I said I, so I tweeted I just want okay, to stupid. The point. That's way. Of, that's my way of acknowledging <laughs> the right. point. My second question is: Had you not worked for News Corp and been so scarred, would you be this triggered? I wasn't scarred by it. I, he got along with me. We got along. Like I had dinner with him. He's like, I call him Ooh, Uncle Satan because he's it. so affable. Like, tell you know what I mean? Me. I, you know, he's just a terrible human being. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's a terrible, he's been a terrible God. influence on the planet. I can't, I, I, I immediately go to, oh my gosh, like what food did they order? Carol oh, we and had Rupert quite a dinner. At it was dinner. me and Walt and the guy, one of the, one of his CEOs that came and went and his ex-wife, Wendy. Uh, and I, he used to call me on the phone during the whole, when he was trying to find out about what was going on with Yahoo. Remember when Yahoo was sort of for sale? He kind of yeah. wanted to buy it with Peter Chernin. He called me at three in the morning because he was up when I was I, in California. Wait, I just, well, a quick pause button. Isn't it crazy? I, I, I have a couple um, billionaires in my life and one acts as a mentor for me. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious. There's something about when someone becomes a billionaire yeah. where when they call you, they don't even tell you who you are or ask ask or announce themselves or ask if you're busy. They're just right. like, they just start talking. Right. Like, no, that's what he did. They just call. It's not like, mumbles too. It's not, so it's, it's, like, what? It's not, do you have a minute? It's just, they, you pick Hello. up the phone and they just start talking. What was funny, like I found out later, from, I'm not going to say how. Are you having another stroke or are you trying to no, impersonate no. Rupert Murdoch? Listen, this is my last story of this, then we're going to move on. Um, uh, he... He had a secretary who was wonderful, I have to say. He had one of those longtime secretaries who was wonderful. And he, um, she, she, he, he, I like she the would term call. assistant. I think Whatever. secretary she was, a, is she was a secretary. Disparaging. And she would My place mother was a the secretary. Call. It was like old timey. You know, he, I'm like, can't you just text me, Rupert? Like everybody else does. Everyone else texts me, you know. They you do know. that. Does your agent do that? My agent calls me, hold the line for David yes, Wood chapter. That kind of thing. It's yeah, like, that okay, kind of thing. this isn't no, the fucking 50s. Are we going to go? I make everyone text. We're literally, we're going to go see the Johnny Carson show and have drinks with Angie Dickinson afterwards. 
hold for I'm like, I'm like, whenever we got something, I'm like, yeah, I know you're very important. You she really was so need nice, someone I would hold. She was so nice. She was the loveliest woman, Rupert Murdoch's secretary. Anyway, I would hold and he would get on. And it was like, I was By in the California. Way, David and I, lovely man. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. good. Lovely man. She, he would just like say like, what's going on? He literally was always trolling for information. I appreciated that about him, right? Oh, but he's clearly intellectually curious and a genius. It's just, well, unfortunately, he's working for Satan. Yeah. Let yeah. me just tell you one time. I'm going to you know tell what? one last Rupert Murdoch story. He's going to die in his He kid, never his knew my name for the longest that. time. He loved Walt Mossberg. He loved Walt Mossberg. Like, it was always, Walt, Walt, how you doing? Right. And, and Walt I was is, always with I got to be honest, Walt is much more likable than he I know care. that. But he loved reading Walt. He, he did. He loved newspapers. That's one thing I think yeah, he did. He, he does love circle newspapers. things and stuff like that. So he literally could never remember. He just pretended he didn't, that he never called my name. And so one time I said to him, I said, listen, I think you don't mind know my name. It's Kara Swisher. Next time I see you, could you try to remember my name? And, and he, he has a hearing problem, kind of, I think. Yeah. And he pretended he didn't hear me say that to him. And and then he knew my name the next time. It was great. That is great. <laughs> that is great. Anyway, oh, Rupert Mark. Anyway, in this case, he's the villain. I'm sorry, even though Mark Zuckerberg looks like it. Okay, last thing we're going to we're going to move on. We'll see. They're going to settle everything in Australia eventually. But meanwhile, Epic know. Games. I don't know they, about that. They will. They will. They, Facebook doesn't. It's not a good look for Facebook. They got to yeah. settle it. The video. He's already talking to the whoever he needs. The commissioner there. Who they're very tough. The commissioner, the antitrust guy there, is really tough. Um, the video game maker behind Fortnite, Epic Games, filed an antitrust lawsuit against Apple in the European Union. Again, going. Availing themselves to other venues. Um, there's uh, similar lawsuits in the U.S., Australia, and the U.K. At the core of the legal dispute is how much control and revenue share technology giants should have in relation to popular apps. Fortnite was kicked out of both Apple's App Store and Google Play Store last year after cutting off the companies from 30% of their revenue, which is the VIG. Um, again, going international. This is going international. What do you think about this? Well, it's simple. Like I said, when when you get all of the election um perversion, when you get all of the job destruction, when yeah. you get the anti-competitive behavior, yeah. when you get the division, uh, and you'd get a fraction of the upside because you're not getting the taxes, you're not getting the right. jobs. You don't know that, you know, you, people in Europe don't have that many nephews or nieces who have made a bunch of money at Google or Facebook. It stiffens their backbones, uh, their backbone. And so these companies have decided they want to go to more friendly venues where the tide has turned a while ago against these companies. Right. And it's more of the same thing. Epic tried to build a platform within a platform so they could charge or charge less. They wanted to yeah. charge, I think, their creators or their developers yep, 8% instead of 30%. They, I, and yeah. Apple said, no, thanks. We're not going to allow that. And so they're going, they're going after them. It's yeah. going to be very, very be interesting. interesting. Here's the difference. People like Apple. Yeah, They're very fair, deft at lobbying. Fair point. Fair point. There is good. It's going to be much tougher for Epic to yes. handle this one, and we'll see. And That's I don't mean point. like like law is law, right? You know, I don't think Donald Trump lost because people don't like him. I think he lost because you know it was all Trump judges. Like, no, this is not good law. So I don't necessarily think likability, but there is an element of Apple being more willing, just like Sundar Pichai at Google, to play the game. And I think that's and Facebook isn't. I can see Mark deciding this like this decision in Australia, but he's going to have to walk it back. He's going to. He's. They've got too many. They're antitrust. The commissioner, the community. I think. Forget his name. He's a tough customer, and even if he's controlled by Murdoch, this is not good for Facebook. Anyway, all right. Let's go for a quick break. We'll come back to talk about congressional hearings about Robinhood and GameStop and a listener mail question on Bitcoin. Support for this podcast comes from Constant Contact. 
If you're a business owner, you already know that it's really, really hard to cut through the noise of everyday life. If you want to connect with your customers, you need to break through the noise. You need Constant Contact. Constant Contact is a marketing platform that makes it easy to reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and connect over email, text, social media, and more. Whether you're a marketing guru or just learning the ropes, Constant Contact offers writing assistance tools and automation features that make it simple to say the right thing at the right time. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Wow, that guy means business. Just an amazing player. No, not him, the sports photographer behind him. Uh, what? He has a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where he earns 5% annual percentage yield, so he's scoring big on and off the field. You might even say he's the MVB. MVB? The most valuable business. Making your money work harder. That's how you business differently. Intuit QuickBooks. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes are an APY. APY can change at any time. Okay, Scott, we're back. Congress will be hearing testimony uh, today, it's will air tomorrow, about the GameStop incident. We're, we're recording on Thursday. Uh, it takes place today. Maxine Waters is doing it. Well, and she has several days of hearings on this issue. But he, she, they're bringing in the leaders of Robinhood, Melvin Capital, which is the hedge fund that lost all that money, Reddit and Citadel, which owns part of Melvin Capital, and also order flow, et cetera. Um, they'll testify for the House Financial Services Committee. They're expected to address Citadel's relationship with Robinhood and Melvin Capital and why the brokerages shut down trading and how to protect retail investors. As a reminder, last month, amateur investors on Reddit, uh, retail investors are also called Thread, uh, skyrocketed uh, the video game retailer GameStop's stock. Robinhood later put trade limits on the new uh, on, on GameStop stocks, which caused a lot of people, first they squeezed the hedge funds and then they squeezed some of these retail investors. So so Scott, what do you what do you think about this? What come of these hearings? I think nothing, nothing, honey. I think it's going to be theater. It's yeah. and I hope I hope that that our elected representatives demonstrate more acumen than the initial kind of big yeah. tech hearings. And I also Agreed. to be blunt, uh, I really like what what Adam Grant said that that if you have uh, you know a, a thoughtful person. Um, evolves and admits they were wrong. I hope they don't make the same mistake I did and start stereotyping the traders mm-hmm. as one demographic that yeah. needs paternal protection. Uh, and that's, that is not the yeah. way to go. Any legislation, any regulation should be, what happened here was what I would call as an honest pump. And they use different me- methods, different mediums, but it's nothing that Bill Ackman and other hedge funds haven't been doing to each yep. other for a long time. Mm-hmm. The other thing is on on the other side of the the aisle, that is the generation that kind of empathizes with Roaring Kitty. And Roaring Kitty that, will be there today too. And thinks there was a conspiracy against them. They're going to find out that the, the good news is the conspiracy that that they want to buy into, that Citadel partnered with Robin Hood to stop to, the trading. To stop the trading such that they could protect their buddies in Melvin. That is just not true. Uh, yeah. Citadel 
There wasn't a there wasn't an antitrust conspiracy. It was a liquidity squeeze. Yeah, this Apex on, Financial is the one you don't hear about that stepped yeah, in. Yeah, they just said, look, fifty percent of your accounts are trading in Game Stock. We can't provide margin on this thing because it can go up fifty or up or down fifty percent in a given day, and we're not mm-hmm. going to track down five hundred thousand young people and try and get our seven hundred dollars back when the stock goes down seventy percent. Anyways, yeah. that's. That's that's the good news is there can the conspiracy they're worried about and has been promoted quite frankly by some billionaires and congress people all posing for the millennial cameras. The good news is that conspiracy did not happen. The bad news mm-hmm. is that there is a broader much more dangerous conspiracy against young people and that yeah. is slowly but surely whether it's mortgage interest on on mortgages whether it's capital gains tax, whether it's transferring a trillion dollars from young people to old people, the wealthiest cohort in history, whether it's skyrocketing education costs, everything we've done in America the last 30 years is simply a transfer of wealth from young people to older rich people. So the conspiracy of two hedge funds trying to go after young people, that's not true. That's the good news. The bad news is the conspiracy is worse against young people right now. And I hope they talk about that because if they they talk about any regulation, they've got to say, all right, we're going to regulate Everybody, not just not just the younger apps. I think right. Robin Hood is but a I menace. I think there's something to be said for watching these. You know, the CEO of Reddit's going to be there, Steve Huffman, too. I think watching these platforms and ability to manipulate them is a good thing. But going after Roaring Kitty for being a licensed broker, maybe a slap on the wrist for this guy because, you know, he, he didn't disclose that he was. But nothing he I looked at the stuff. He was not doing anything that was not easy yeah. to, it wasn't insider in What is way. he doing that Bill Ackman doesn't do? What no, is he exactly. Doing that, I didn't, well, he should have disclosed. He should have disclosed. Well, this is, he that's the- But that's a parking there's ticket. There's a key, key thing here. Mm-hmm. And I actually think this is going to, I believe that the the anonymity, of the people, people- Pretending to be someone else on the yeah, internet and not an disclosing issue. their intentions, I think that is going to be a big, big issue of the yeah, next two agreed. to three years. Agreed. And and I've complained about this, but I think there are some very well-known people who create multiple accounts yep. and go after other people to attack their credibility. Well, such well, that well the, such, you know that happens. I've read about it a hundred times with among these. But it is, you know, Bobby Axelrod right now is trying to figure out how to game this one. Right now, he's like trying to figure out how to become Roaring Kitty or something like that. That is a fictional character, Bobby Axelrod. Axe Capital. Billions. Um, But, you know, this will probably be a plot on that show uh, when it comes back. Oh, 100%. You know, I think it's good to have them for educational purposes. And, you know, Elizabeth Warren was talking about, uh, did the interview with Stephanie, to getting the SEC getting off its rear. As things change, they really do have to spend a lot more time uh, monitoring things and policing things in different ways. And they haven't done that. And she's 100% right about that. And so more transparency and how this is done and bringing more people into the market is a great thing. More education, more, yeah. you know, if it turns out there's there's a, an effort to, you know, addict people, that should be looked at. Um, but we can't treat these kids, you know, one of the things Stephanie said was that her cables uh, guy was saying he's in it when she was putting the thing and she was like, should we prevent these people. I was like, you're not their mama. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but at the same time, we have to protect people with education, literacy, um, and and give them a, a leg up, you know, a fair leg up here. And I think we'll we'll see how much this goes. But I think this whole anger thing by everybody sort of virtue signaling on this thing of the, uh, you know, the youngs versus oh, the oldest. On. Did you see the Winklevoss twins on CNBC? Yeah, whatever. I just didn't. They like, want to stop, stop us trading. Let's show no, the man. Don't. Let's go into silver. Okay. Say say billionaires educated at Harvard, the road crew who have a position in yeah. silver. 
over. <laughs> I know. When exactly. a billionaire is telling you to hold the line or claiming there's a yep. movement, you're agreed. about to get a spear in the chest. Yep, agreed. And agreed. Th- there's there's a co- there's a few things here because I think this is fascinating. People should be allowed to buy and sell stock. That's their yep. right. Their right mm-hmm. is to. Uh, the, the people should be allowed to to trade and have fun. People yep. should be allowed to learn. What what I hope though is that people recognize that. The trading is usually gambling, that 80 to 95% yep. of people lose money. Just be cognizant of that. If you're getting a DOPA hit, great. I love DOPA, but just be clear, getting DOPA usually costs money. Right. And that if you day trade, 80 to 95% likelihood you will end up with less money. If you invest in the markets and focus on something else, unless you want to be in finance full-time, such that you can spend less yeah. than you make and then put that money into the market. If you hold stocks, a basket of stocks for at least 20 yeah. years, no one has ever lost money in the history of the market. Do you know what Kara Swisher does? She just sticks it. I don't even know. I don't even look at it. I'm just going to hoping when I'm a certain well, age that it's not well, gone. Well, here's the, here's the, answer. Here's bad, the good the news. I 100% know how you can get rich. Mm-hmm. Here's the bad news. The answer is slowly. Yeah. And it requires a certain stoicism and that is spending like every everything around you is convincing you yeah. that everyone is more successful to you than well, you and FOMA. you need to you want to get in like uh, even I was like why and I wasn't in GameStop and then I'm like I got to stop. You got to stop. You got to get the FOMA out of the way or sto- stock fear of missing out. Well, people keep out. I keep making predictions about Bitcoin and mm-hmm. people say, "Well, do you own any?" And I say, "No, I'm probably going to buy some one because I just don't want to have the pain if it goes to 100,000, which I think it's going to, or even if it goes to 500,000, I don't want the FOMO, so I'm going to buy a few coins." And the problem is, and the reason I haven't, and one of the reasons I'm not, you know, one of my many flaws as an investor is I always want to buy stuff on sale. So I have a yeah. tough time buying into something yeah, when it keeps up. on the on the way up. The other thing is the reason I bought it is that if you're going to be in finance and you're mm-hmm. generally learning about finance and you want to go get certified and be in the field, more power to you, brothers and sisters. It's a great industry. But if you're just watching Netflix all the time and telling your parents you're interested in film, th- th- that's, not, that's not a way to make, make a living. Yep. You yep. have to – You have the best thing to do to get – you know, or one of the means to get rich is focus on something that will get you enough income such that you could spend less than your income. And I think a yep. lot of – a lot of people are using excuses or I'm learning mm-hmm. or I'm interested in finance. Well, okay, are you really or are you just gambling for a dope yep. hit? Yep, exactly. Very fair point, Scott Galloway. So everybody jump in the pool, but just at least know what's going to happen when the water goes out. Just be honest with yourself. Yeah, yep, 100%. Gambling right. fun. Learning yeah. is great, but it, those things usually cost money. Not that we recommend that you spend all your money gambling. High, you know what? May, Highest what? suicide rate of any addiction because oh, people don't know what's going on until it's too late. That be, yep. when you're a raging alcoholic, people step yep. in. When you have a, even when you have a, a yeah, a, gambling addictions are scary. I've had some friends. And you know what? And people, uh, people got angry at me because I made a stereotype that it was all men, and I heard from a bunch, a bunch of women. But did you know? Uh, in gambling, 23% of men develop a problem and only 7% of women. The male brain mm. seems to be more predisposed to gambling addiction than women and also the highest suicide rate of any addiction. Well, thank you for that information. It was also a plot on Bridgerton. Anyway, moving on, really? let's take, yes, let's take a listener mail question. You've got, you've got, I can't believe I'm going to be a mailman. You, you, you've got mail. Hi, Scott and Kara. My name is Michael. I have a question primarily for Scott. Uh, Scott, you predicted that Bitcoin is going to cross the $100 barrier, um, and yet you also mentioned that you don't own any. I was wondering what makes you stay away from Bitcoin, 
Uh, I've heard many good reasons to stay away from it. Uh, one of them is environmental reasons, but I'm curious about yours. It just for, so you know, uh, Michael, it's a hundred thousand dollar barrier. A uh, hundred dollars is. Let me I ask you, uh, the first thing. That. Let me ask you this: Were you triggered when you said primarily Scott? This yeah, question no, is for primarily Scott. A, you a little I, jealous I, of the dog. I, <laughs> No, this question is for I, primarily Between us, Scott. I'm the only one that actually owns Bitcoin <laughs> somewhere in that a closet. That you can't find because you <laughs> lost house. the password. <laughs> I love that. I oh my love God. That. If it goes to 100, I literally, I that's a million dollars somewhere in my trash or in my box in my house. Oh God, it's gone. I think it's gone. You know, pretend like most rich people that you don't think about money. I that's think the about one that. I, that's that the I one think about. I love. They're I'm like, like, oh, they're like man, well, I don't I think about buy, money. Yeah, I could buy a hitman and get rid of Scott. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I hate when rich people say that. I don't. I've never oh, really now thought. I've, gotten that I've my never really out. Anyone who says they've never oh, really no. thought about money I is obsessed it. with it. Obsessed I have investigated hitmen, and they're very expensive. Anyway, all right. Let's now, answer the question of this young man question. who asked the Scott, question primarily. Scott, well, primarily I sort of, Scott. I sort of answered this one. I'm going to buy we a did. few coins so I don't just hate myself if the thing goes crazy. And I, but I don't want to buy an investment. My the way I make my living is is through teaching, writing, and speaking. And I don't want to be tracking, and I fall into this trap. I don't want to be checking my phone yeah. 20 times a day and tracking True. Bitcoin. I find it exhausting. And I find that it leads you to an emotional state where you end up trading a lot. And there's just a ton of research showing the more you trade, the more you lose because you can't mm -hmm. trust your emotions. And there's fees. Even when you're trading on what's supposed to be a fee-less platform, you're not. There's fees because the way they make their fees is by giving you a worse price on the bid or the ask. So one... I will probably buy some coins and then just ignore them, but I don't want an investment that you have to track and invest a lot you're of time. You're totally going to track it, though, aren't you? If you buy like two, you're just going to be sitting there watching. Okay, like, maybe a little bit. Maybe a, a little bit. bit. A lot bit. You're maybe just going to talk about Bitcoin incessantly. But what about other cryptocurrencies? Is there any others you want to buy? Something like 99% of coins have gone to zero. Doge, not Dogecoin, because Elon Dogecoin was, was constructed or invented by a 34-year-old <laughs> who's know. basically said this is a fraud, and it has $11 yeah. billion dollar market capitaliza or capitalization right now. But if you think about – so let's go back to why why I, my thesis is around mm -hmm. Bitcoin going to uh, – I, I predicted we go to 50 when it was a 19. Right. Um, it's now going to 100. 100. Also, I should disclose, I also thought Palantir was going to get – was going to go down. It went yeah. public at 10. It's, it's at 30, so I got yeah. that one wrong. Right. Anyways – Bitcoin right now has got so much heat around it. Yeah. And I think you're going to see several dozen companies, big companies, it, yeah. announce that they're converting part of their treasury to that'll, Bitcoin. That'll do it. And it's going to potentially end the limited, the scarcity around it. Very intelligent people, including Michael Saylor or intelligent people. Well, they're just getting in. It's a speculative purchase, yeah. right? That's As are most stocks. And most, you know. Well, it, no. You know, you know Disney has a business. Some This is not. This gold, I guess, would be. Although you can do things with gold, well, right? But, but so, see, that's an interesting point. Gold funds are going down. And it's yeah. it, the correlation, the inverse correlation, it's definitely, there's definitely a correlation between Bitcoin going up, but I, but, and I, I don't want to say, I don't even think of Bitcoin is investing. I do think it's speculation because it, you could wake up tomorrow and it could be down 40 or 50%. And I personally don't like anything. People right. say, people who are pretending to give investment advice think that they assuage their bad advice by saying, you should be prepared to lose it all. That's not investing. If you're investing, you should not Did be you prepared. Did you say assuage? It's assuage. 
A swash. A swash. I like the cut of your jib, but not your English pronunciation. By Jean-Claude Juncker is the EU commissioner who said, Uh um, I didn't give him credit the last time. We all know what needs to be done. We just don't know how to get reelected. Assuage my fears. Cara. Assuage my fears, Cara. It sounds dirty. It sounds dirty. Listen to me. So you're not going to buy anything else. You're just going to buy your two Bitcoin and pretend you're not paying attention to it every second. Is that correct? Is that the Here's the thing. Any investment that you have to track and spend a lot of time either is filling yeah. a dopa hit where you, you should be getting your dopa somewhere else. And it also lowers your returns because you have to track it and follow it. And I don't want to do that. And it's maybe like if, owning a lizard. And also, I have I have trouble personally. I can't quite get my head around. I think I understand Disney stock. I think I understand even currencies. I think I understand real estate. I do not understand Bitcoin. I can't figure out if it's an asset, a currency, or payment method. And I think it benefits from hiding in that nether netherland where no one really yeah. knows what it is. Smart. Scott, you are on fuego today. All right. That is correct. Thank you, Michael. I'm just trying to assuage your criticism okay. of me. You tell us when you buy the Bitcoin, okay? Let us know. And When you buy the coin. And by the way, if I find mine, we're oh, going to go somewhere Champagne fun. and cocaine for the we're cat and going, the dog. We're going. We are Hello. getting, we're doing Where a- we Let's go to Cancun and party with Heidi Cruz. <laughs> Heidi, let's do rails with Heidi Cruz. Oh my God. So damn with the young people. Oh my God. The young, oh, the young drug take, lingo. The let's lingo. Let's take another moment and talk about Ted Cruz again. <laughs> I, I like the party with still, Heidi. I think Heidi I seems very know. likable. The whole thing is fantastic. It's like, it, you know, it, it's like a several different movies. We've got Contagion going on all the time. Uh, you know, the movie Contagion. Mm-hmm. And now The Day After Tomorrow, which is the Jake Gyllenhaal, like... Where freezing cold. Freezing cold thing. And like, there's the evil vice president who is played by Ted Cruz, um, who doesn't believe anything, right? Like, so, and then he, like, dunks on reporters all day. People, like, the stories of people in Texas, like, starving, there's ice everywhere. If he did this, man, oh, man, what is going? And someone said, they said, uh, they said, the problem is if Ted Cruz went to Cancun in the middle of a Texas weather crisis, uh, energy crisis and weather crisis, it's only the second worst thing he's done this year, which... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is, of course, backing the insurrection, uh, which was a nice yeah, refusing move. refusing to certify the vote. Does he not want to get elected again? Beto O'Rourke is busy, like, calling seniors and bringing seniors warm soup. Like, that's what he's been doing the whole time. And Jose Andres is making food for everybody. Like, do they do they want to lo- turn Texas blue? Is that what their goal is here? What is the deal? And Abbott, like, blaming wind energy? Like, he's friggin' Donald Trump? What is going on? I just I just stand Beto next to Ted Cruz, and I literally Beto. think of, like, don't assuage. Go assuage yourself. Anyways, <laughs> and I, I put Beto next to Ted, and I literally thought, this is the, the least and the, 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 the most sexy people in the world, and they're running <laughs> against each other. Right. And less sexy one. I just, I couldn't, uh, that made no sense to me. I like, does, because I think now, I think he's fit. Maybe. If he isn't finished, I, Texas has got to secede at this point. <laughs> You've decided they need Texas to secede. And Florida have By the way, Texas. Go. Okay, just Texas, so, make FYI, themselves instead of Texas, Florida. Just so you know, Texas and Florida, Flexicana. if they secede, if they secede, Flexis. the nation. Yeah. There are no states doing better right now than Texas and Florida. Fine. Other but than the, you know other what? Than California the will be back and we'll like carry California, New York will be back and we'll carry everybody. Don't worry about it. Like and they can have like other states. I'm not I'm not against secession at this point. <laughs> they can have other states. Well, that's mighty fine of you, Kara. <laughs> we'll give them the oh, Kara. They take some. We take you know, it, whatever. How old are you, Kara? Thirteen? You know, a well, lot of Silicon Valley people want us to see California. Anyway. 
and break it up too into pieces, whatever. All right, Scott, one more quick break. We'll be back for predictions. Support for the show comes from the Harvard Business Review. You know, there's this idea in business that some people are born to be leaders. You either have it or you don't. But leadership, like any skill, can and should be learned over time. Whether you've climbed to the top of the corporate ladder or are just starting out, you'll find valuable insights at Harvard Business Review. Harvard Business Review is a leading destination for smart management thinking. And on their website, hbr.org, subscriptions are just $10 a month, which gives you unlimited access to the same level of expertise. Things like case studies, newsletters, podcasts, articles written by some of the world's top minds. I use HBR in my research when I do articles or when I'm thinking about what to talk about on Pivot. I find them really interesting. I find them complete. I find them different. And you can find all kinds of industries covered. While much of Harvard Business Review's content is available for free after signing up at their site, subscriptions to unlimited content start at only $10 a month. What a bargain. Go to hbr.org slash subscriptions and enter the promo code PIVOT right now to get 10% off your subscription. Again, save 10% off your HBR subscription. Go to hbr.org slash subscriptions and enter the promo code PIVOT. Okay, Scott, prediction time. I'm going to predict Ted Cruz loses the election, but okay. That's not another four or five years. Maybe so. You know he's in some tacky hotel in Cancun. I know. You know he's into some bad hotel that's like all you can, it's like sandals or something. It's just, you know. No, I know the name of it. It's They had it on the internet. Really? The Encyclopedia Browns of the Internet have located him. They called they the hotel. Him? It was like they were looking at his wrinkles. They, it was such a good moment for Twitter. Like just even. Giddy. You it was fun. It was giddy. fun to watch. It was fun to watch the whole thing. And, you know, people were actually being like, if he was in Cancun, this would be, the, if his haircut wasn't right, this belt he was wearing and his face mask had this thing saying, come and take it. Or, you know, it's a stupid gun reference. Um, and uh, so anyway, so uh, prediction time, prediction time. Well, I, I stole my thunder. I I just think you're going to see, uh, and I said this on Tuesday, um, there's what I call an honest pump. An honest pump is Bill Ackman going on CNBC and saying why J.C. Penney's is undervalued. Mm-hmm. An honest pump is a CEO talking about uh, why their sector is powerful and and trying to position a kid in their accounting department using a spreadsheet as AI, right? There's these honest pumps. I think what the Reddit movement was at its core kind of an honest pump around coordination, yeah. people trying to, and it's nothing anyone hasn't done. I think there's going to be a ton of on, what I'll call honest pumps by mm-hmm. companies uh, converting treasury to Bitcoin. And and that is going to, similar to like the craziness when Kodak said it was producing, I forget those machines where you can mine Bitcoin and the stock went up 400% in a day. Twitter, uh, Twitter, Facebook, MicroStrategy and Tesla have all um, um, gone into Bitcoin. And the, the stock bump has ranged from, MicroStrategy stock is up 500% uh, since, mm-hmm in the last 12 months. And everybody, and I've even heard some discussions on some of the boards I'm on, is thinking about this. In addition, one specific company, and we've talked about this, I think Jack Dorsey has an incredible feel for products. And also, he obviously understands a lot about payment, uh, given that he's the full-time CEO of a company called Square. I think he is going to announce something at Twitter around uh, around crypto. involving like your ability to start your own coin trading plan. I don't know what it'll be. He's brighter than me. 
but you're going to see some big announcements from what I'll call old line, old econ- economy companies around Bitcoin. And I think that honest pump, and I'm not saying Bitcoin is a good long-term investment. I don't understand it. I don't own any. But it's going to be in the news uh, a lot yep. in the next 60 Agreed. days. Anyways, Very that's good. my prediction. Corporations and Bitcoin. I'm going to make a tiny prediction yeah. about today's hearing since we already talked about it. I think it'll be a real test of Vlad Tenev, the CEO of Robinhood. He's finally clarified his his stances and everything else and is trying to be articulate. They've hired a lot of fancy people to help him, by the way, a former SEC commissioner and a lawyer that's that helped Mark Zuckerberg at the hearings. So I'm interested in how he performs and whether he stays in his job. I'm not. I'm, I'm biased because I don't. Think I think these young men don't lack a, are, are are the new menace economy. I think their idols are Facebook and Google. I think they have the wrong role models. Uh, and also, I've heard him speak. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's ready for prime time. If there's a really well, ugly they've hired moment, some fancy people to help them. I'll tell you that. Yeah, but they hired a, a lot they of got fancy some fluffers. But they, they got some fluffers okay. in there, as they say. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. Um, <laughs> But they had a lot of fancy people around Mark Zuckerberg, and he looked like he was going to have a stroke when you interviewed well, him and started asking him real questions. You work with what you got. Um, uh, I, I, I've heard that guy respond. Uh, yeah, when he was on with fast. Andrew Ross Sorkin, I don't think he served himself well. Yeah, And, and by and, the and, way, that shit's hard. I say stupid things on TV all the time. So yeah. I'm not saying it's easy. I yeah. don't think he's ready for prime time. We'll yeah, see. He wouldn't come on my Sway program. Need to call he wouldn't him. come on Sway? Yeah. That yeah, but that's what you call good judgment. <laughs> What? I'm a Welcome. pussycat. Step into my lair. I'm a pussycat. I, I'm a pussycat until I rip your fucking aortic ar- no, artery. No. Hi. No, I no, hand no, you no, a no. knife <sighs> and say, would you like <sighs> to use this? I was like, look at this sharp oh knife. God. You should put it at your neck and say something Please stupid. say more. Say more. Say more is say what more. I always continue? say. Continue? Uh, continue. Go on. Anyway, there's so much news, uh, everybody. And there's going to be lots more news next week. And I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in Australia. I mean, it, in one way, it'd be kind of nice that people go to actual people's websites. And uh, they don't. I think t- breaking the, as Casey Newton wrote, breaking the... The idea that they need Google and Facebook for everything could be an interesting moment for news organizations. This is the slow banning. Go Australia. Don't, <laughs> Go don't, Australia. Literally, don't fuck with Australia. Yeah. They're not scared of anybody. No, They are not, not scared of anybody. Well, I don't know. I don't think we should necessarily follow some Australian things. In any case, it'll be fascinating. Interesting to come here. Interesting where it goes. Scott, as usual, this has been a fascinating discussion about you being bullied and uh, your feelings, FOMO feelings about Bitcoin. I'm just trying to assuage your insecurities, Cara. <laughs> I don't like the cut of that jib. Anyway, that's there the show. Go. go to N. I can't. I can't believe you just you said that. I'm gonna keep. That's gonna keep going for. It's gonna be a bit for a while. Go to nymag.com/pivot to submit your questions to the podcast. The link is also in your show notes. In the show notes here. And read us out, Scott. Today's show was produced by Rebecca Sinanis. Ernie Indratot engineered this episode. Thanks also to Hannah Rosen and Drew Burrows. Make sure you're subscribed to the show on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're an Android user, check us out on Spotify or, frankly, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you liked our show, please recommend it to a friend. Thanks for listening to Pivot from New York Magazine and Vox Media. We'll be back next week for a breakdown of all things tech and business. A democracy, one of the most beautiful regions in the world unafraid of anybody over-indexing in the Olympics every four years because they're amazing athletes. Go Australia! Boom! Boom!